From PRI, Public Radio International, welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. The philosophical, scholarly, and creative thinkers of the 17th and 18th century period we call the Enlightenment look back to the ancients to inspire their forward-looking science and art. They found creativity in the retelling of tales from Greek and Roman mythology, but with what we might call a Baroque twist. This hour, musical tales from the gods of Mount Olympus. Our featured release is Baroque music for trumpet and organ with trumpeter Jason Doval and organist Skylar Robinson. Stay with us.
Chirping Warblers, music from Johann Christoph Pepusch's setting of Venus and Adonis from early 18th century London. Ciara Hendrick sang the part of Venus with the fabulously named Harmonious Society of Tickle Fiddle Gentlemen, directed by Robert Rawson. Even as their temples crumble and the paint on their marble statues fades away, the twelve gods of Mount Olympus live on. Zeus, Hera, Apollo, Artemis, and the rest are immortal in our collective memory. Francesco Cavalli's opera for the Venice Carnival season of 1640 brings to life the story of Apollo and his pursuit of the nymph Daphne. Based on Ovid's version, Apollo's passion is unfulfilled when Daphne turns into a laurel. Apollo laments the loss of his love. Here is Lamento di Apollo from Gli Amori d'Apollo e di Daphne by Francesco Cavalli.
Lamento di Apollo from Francesco Cavalli's Li Amori d'Apollo e di Daphne. Countertenor Flavio Ferri Benedetti performed with Musica Fiorita. Apollo wasn't the only Olympian with a troubled love life. In the myth of Venus and Adonis, the goddess of love ends up in a love triangle with Mars, god of war, and Adonis, a huntsman. Ultimately, a jealous Mars leaves the picture, Adonis is killed in the hunt, and Venus ends up alone. Premiered at Drury Lane, the theater manager said that Pepusch's new opera was, quote, an attempt to give the town a little good music in a language they understand. We'll hear the overture as well as the last section where Adonis dies and Venus is driven mad.
excerpts from Pepusch's Venus and Adonis. Soprano Philippa Hyde played Adonis, and alto Ciara Hendrick played Venus. The Harmonious Society of Tickle Fiddle Gentlemen was conducted by Robert Rawson. A few decades after Pepusch's opera delighted audiences at Drury Lane, French violinist and composer Jean-Joseph de Mondonville brought his own version of Venus and Adonis to the Académie Royale de Musique in Paris. In Mondonville's production, The Festivals of Paphos, the story goes beyond Adonis's death. Here, Jupiter brings Adonis back to life, and he's reunited with Venus. We'll hear that I pity mortals and the triumphant tambourin from Act One of the Festivals of Paphos. Oh, <laughs> 
we heard That I Pity Mortals and Tambourin from Montanvis' The Festivals of Paphos. Le Talent Lyrique was directed by Christophe Rousset. Our playlist, podcasts, and archived episodes are online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. You can follow our Facebook page and our updates on Twitter by searching for Harmonia Early Music. Harmonia is a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, fostering the performance, scholarship, and community of early music on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. I'm Angela Mariani, and this is PRI, Public Radio International. Welcome back. This hour, we're touring classical Greece and Rome. Down the mountain from Olympus, our heroes are subject to the whims of gods and nymphs, and of fortune and fate. Homer's Odyssey inspires art to this day. In the return of Ulysses to his homeland, Monteverdi and librettist Giacomo Baduaro pick up in the second half of the legend... Upon coming home from the Trojan Wars, Ulysses encounters yet more trials as he tries to reunite with his faithful wife, Penelope. The gods, including Minerva, Cupid, Neptune, Jupiter, and Juno, all interfere, making some things better and others worse. Here, Neptune rises out of the sea, declaring man's arrogance and sin, saying that only the heavens can pardon his offenses.
Superbo el Duom, Man is Arrogant, from Monteverdi's Il Ritorno d'Ulisse in Patria. John Elliott Gardner led the Monteverdi Choir and English Baroque soloists. As we continue to descend further from Olympus, we find the myth of Pluto and Proserpine, or in English, Proserpine. In the opera, Pluto abducts Proserpine in order to bring her to the underworld and make her his queen. We also witness Ceres' love for Jupiter. All the while, the messenger god Mercury goes back and forth from the underworld to earth to the heavens. Proserpine has a libretto by Philippe Quinault and music by Jean-Baptiste Lully. Here's the end of the prologue, overture to Act One.
music from Lulise Proserpine. We heard the prologue overture to Act One. Hervé Niquet directed Le Concert Spirituel. For now, we'll leave the gods on Mount Olympus and come down to earth in Lexington, Kentucky. Professor of trumpet at University of Kentucky, Jason Doval enjoys a varied career as a performer, teacher, and composer. On his new CD, Baroque Music for Trumpet and Organ, Doval explores solo works for natural trumpet. We most often listen to this instrument in a large context, orchestral pieces and oratorios. In the smaller settings of sonata and solo suite, we hear the instrument's majesty in a more intimate setting. Here's Giuseppe Torelli's Sonata in D Major for Trumpet and Keyboard.
Sonata in D by Giuseppe Torelli, Jason Doval on natural trumpet with organist Skylar Robinson. Wind players today are fond of Johann Friedrich Fasch for his colorful chamber and solo works for woodwinds and brass. Although he had a difficult beginning in music, he was self-trained and had a hard time finding funding, Fasch ultimately became an important violinist and composer, holding positions in Germanic and Czech lands, Bayreuth, Prague, and Zerbst. It was probably his short time in Dresden that inspired his wind writing. That city was known for its orchestra. Here's the Largo and Allegro from Fasch's Trumpet Concerto in D.
Trumpeter Jason Doval and organist Skylar Robinson performing two movements from Fosch's Concerto in D. More music stories, history, recordings, and other information about the world of early music can be found on our Harmonia Early Music podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org and through iTunes. You're listening to Harmonia from PRI, Public Radio International. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Schilling. Thanks to our studio engineer Michael Pashkash and our staff, Wendy Gillespie and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Elizabeth Clark, our executive producer is John Bailey, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Public Radio International.